Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Those things are coming to pass because God promised them. 
Amen. Can we give God a mighty hand clap this morning? Come on. Why don't you guys smile at somebody before you grab your seats? Ainsley, it is nice to have you back. Can we just thank Ainsley and the team this morning? Mark, Ruth, you guys are unbelievable. Thank you. Absolutely brilliant. It's good to be in church. I don't know what's going to happen. I've been awake since one. Who knows that it's great to have kids that are getting older and that it's not great all at the same time? When they're, when they're talking out on the street with all their mates jumping out of you at one o'clock in the morning and slamming doors and turning lights. It's an amazing thing. It's a blessing. Did anybody see Brent's bike downstairs? The big king's bike down the front? This is Brent, a new friend of C3 Noosa. And he's currently, he's ridden around America six times. And he's currently on his way back to Sydney. He went Sydney to Cairns, back to, he's on his way back to Sydney, raising money for the Cancer Council of Australia. Amazing, mate. God bless you. What a, what a, what a thing to do. I think there's a story behind all of that, so if anybody wants to ask Brent afterwards, but uh, God bless you. And I, and I just pray that you prosper in all that you do and that, that, you know, that you raise a lot of money and a lot of awareness. And it's, a, it's a great work that you're doing. Fantastic. Psalm 46. Are you ready for the word? Psalm 46 one says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Everybody say, I will not fear. Everybody say, we will not fear. There is no no reason for you to fear anything in life. There is no no reason for that door to be open. But... God is your refuge and strength, your ever-present help in times of trouble. Somebody needs to hear that today. God is with you. God is for you. He's traveling with you. He's carrying you through this season. It goes, uh, goes on to say, Though the earth give way, the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose stream, streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. But he lifts his voice and the earth melts. I love the scripture in Jeremiah. It says, I am the Lord, the God of all creation. Is there anything too hard for me? I want to remind us this morning there is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing God cannot do. There's nothing God cannot orchestrate. That miraculous occurrence in your life. And we've, we've shared it a lot, but... There's a saying that, that God is doing more behind your back than you can see before your eyes. God is working on your behalf. Uh, and, and I want to encourage, I, I, I feel like somebody needs that word of encouragement today. Because I'm going to call us, and I'm going to refer to Andrew's message last week, set to serve. Set to serve. And, and I want us to remind this, remember this, because just like Andrew said, he's the glue. He's the glue that holds us together to hold others together, but we have to go out and touch others for that glue to be of effect. Your life matters. You've been put on this planet with intent and purpose. God wants to use you in your unique um, setup, makeup, personality type. God wants to use you to bring heaven to earth. And I want to challenge us, if we are the church, if we are children of God, Let's be what we've been created and called to be. Let's be that salt and light. Let's be that glue. Let's be that encouragement and life for every single person we meet. Amen. It goes on to say, The Lord Almighty is with us. 
The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he's brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bows and scatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The Lord is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So whatever we are called to, God is in the middle of it. God is with us as we step out in Him. And, you know, and, and I, I loved last week's message, Set to Serve, Doing Life on Mission. Yeah. So if you weren't here, it's up online. Go to YouTube or go to Facebook and just Set to Serve. It was a, a, an amazing message, but it was a challenging message because it's calling us to do life on purpose. Yeah. To do life intentionally. And, and like Pete was saying, to live beyond self. It's not just about me and mine and what I can get. It's about living for others, putting others first, preferencing others. And, and I love the scripture in, in the Bible that says, um, uh, I can't even remember it now, it's just gone. <laughs> what is it? You're right. I am over 40. <laughs> Melissa reminded me the other day, I'm closer to 50. I'm sorry, that message, that just totally slipped my mind. It was, it was a great scripture. It was a life-giving, yep. bringing scripture. Yep. It was going to kind of tie this whole message together. <laughs> like it was kind of bedrock. <laughs> I don't know, I've been up since one. Psalm 119. Blessed. The Amplified says, happy, fortunate, prosperous to be envied. Blessed are those whose ways are blameless who walk according to the law of the Lord, the mission brief for our lives. Blessed are those whose lives are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his statutes, seek him, seek him with all their heart. They do no wrong, but follow his ways. You've laid down your precepts, they're fully obeyed. Oh, that my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees, that I would not be put to shame. When I consider all your commands, I will praise you with an upright heart as I lean as I learn your righteous laws. I will obey your decrees. Don't forsake me. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to the word. I will seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I've hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. My lips, with my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. I will not neglect your word. The title of the message today is True North, the dominant direction of our life. True North. What is our true north in life as believers? What is our true north in life as those that are followers of Christ? And how do we find our true north? How do we find direction for our life? How do we find sustainability for our life? In, in, in um, Proverbs 11, it says, The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the unjust are destroyed by their duplicity. We need to get to a place in life where our lives are grounded in the Word. Because for me to be set to serve, for to me to live on purpose, I have to live out of a place of strength, a place of security, a place of that underpins my life. And that's always found... In the Word, and I love in Joshua one eight, where God is speaking to Joshua after Moses has passed away, and He says, "Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful." 
Meditate on the Word of God. Think on the Word of God. Speak the Word of God. To meditate means to chew it on it. Yeah. As a cow chews on, like, the cut, the grass. To chew on and to chew on and to chew on. Like Melissa was saying, Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God. I challenge you, find a scripture this week, one scripture that you can meditate on over and over and over and over again this week. For a seven-day period, you just speak that word. You think on that word. You, you chew on that word. You declare that word. And I'm telling you, it will become a part of you. It will become revelation to your soul and unshakable strength on the inside of you that can't be taken. We need more of the Word of God in our lives in this day and season that we find ourselves in than we need anything else. We need to position ourselves in the presence of God and we need to consume the Word of God, letting it be the ballast in our souls that when those storms come that we keep getting, getting back up again, we keep writing again because there's more strength on the inside than opposition on the outside. Amen? Amen. So Lizzie preached a message a little while ago called, Come, Follow Me. And I'm convinced that Jesus wasn't saying, follow me where I go. He was saying, come and follow me and learn from me and live like me. He wasn't just saying, I'm going over here and then I'm going to be going over here. It's really busy. It's high-paced. It's frenetic. But, and, and we're going to be in a boat and then there's going to be large crowds. Then there's going to be demon-possessed. Just, just come and follow me. He was saying, I want to do life with you. I want to show you how to do life well. If you walk with me and learn from me, you'll learn what true north for your life is. And I love what the scripture says. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. God knows the plans. We find the plans for God's life, for our lives in God when we follow God. And I want to encourage us. When Jesus came to earth, fully God, fully man, He knew who he was, and he was who he was. And I wonder how often we know who we are, and we live who we are. Or I know who I am in Christ, but I live another way, circumstantially, or circumspectly. I, I live according to what I'm facing. God wants us to rise above what we face, and to live according to the truth of what he calls us. How, what he declares. We're, we're, we've been placed on this planet set to serve, to live a life on mission, to bring life and hope and joy and peace to a hurting and broken world. Amen? Amen. Well, why should we just follow Jesus? Because his ways are better than our ways. We don't always want to admit it. We may not always agree with it, but God's ways are always the best ways for our life. And, And in Isaiah 55, it says, My thoughts aren't your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. The best thought you could ever have pales into significance against the thoughts that God has for your life and your future. And so often we get so taken by the immediate, the the important, the, the threatening, the challenging, what's pressing in on us, that we forget to lift our eyes to look to Jesus to receive what he has, the empowerment he has for our lives for the day and the moment that we face ourselves in. There is nothing that you can't get through, nothing you can't get beyond, nothing that you can't defeat in life when you're walking with Christ. Corinthians says, but thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Victory in life is assured in Christ. He's working all things together for our good today so we can enter into our tomorrow. But it's not for us. Because we've been put on this planet to be a blessing in other people's lives. 
not to hoard, not to accumulate, not to stagnate, but to create a flow in and through our lives that the goodness of heaven can be seen in the earth. Amen? Amen. I wrote down that our true north in life as believers should not only be to follow Jesus, but also to follow the example he gave us. And living on mission, being set to serve, is living a life of, of focus on others, not self. And we are in interesting times, confusing times, times of criticism, times of opinion, times of division, times where people are being stretched and, and, and people that I've done life with forever over, over an issue or certain issues are pulling back. And I remember as a kid, my dad would teach me to, as somebody approached, you look them in the eye. You smile, you walk up and you extend your hand and you you, you take their hand, you you welcome them and you introduce yourself or or ask their name and that was how you greeted a person. We don't live in that society today. Go into Coles, go into Woolworths, go wherever you like. We're doing a dance. I didn't know I could dance until I went into Coles. (laughs) And the aisles are quite wide. I'm sure they're more than 1.5 but but now you go in and it's, it's duck your head. Yeah. That's the first part of the dance move. And, you, and you're walking along, and, and if, if you see feet or legs, then you kind of lift up. Have they got a mask? Have they got a mask? Okay. If they've got a mask, if, if they don't, I'll back up against the, the shelf. Yes. I'll, I'll get as far away as I can. I'll, leave. I'll get away and I'll... I'm getting it. Anyway. Um, just, we do the shuffle. Can anybody yes. master the shuffle? Yes. Good. Jesus doesn't want us to do life that way. Come on. Jesus never did life that way. Jesus would go after the social outcasts. Jesus would approach the lepers. And sometimes you can be made... I've, I've been yelled at. Now, I actually have a medical exemption, but I've been yelled at for not having a mask on. And I'm like, I'm taken back that... Anyway, I could, I could go down that path and I'm not going to this morning. God wants us to be love. God wants us to exist. So I just want to look at a few life lessons Jesus gave us that can help us walk that true north, that can help us walk in that direction towards what he's calling us to do. Because I think through Luke 5, where a leper approaches Jesus, he says, if you are willing, you can make me whole. You can heal me. You can make me clean. If you are willing, he says, I am willing. He engaged with. Can, Can I encourage you? God wants us to love him and love others. To, to seek him, to look to him, and then to reflect him to every single person we meet. Because yeah. the reality yeah. is, we rarely know people's backstories. Yeah. We rarely know the history and what they've walked through. Yeah. We rarely know the hurts they're carrying, the pain that they have. Everybody walks around with a smile on their face. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the sunshine case. This is awesome. But they're hurting on the inside. Yeah, There's right. few people I know that are actually smiling as much on the inside as they are on the outside. Yeah, right. But we can be grace. We can be mercy. We can be generous. We can be love. We don't have to uh, magnify or multiply people's weights and burdens. That's why Jesus said, come to me. Or you will, who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Because he understood the fact that life is can be heavy. Life can be hard. Life, there's an accumulation. You do life for enough years and there's an accumulation of hurts, of pain, of shame, of guilt, of, of opinion. There's enough weight that's... Yeah. Been, and he says, I don't want you to carry that. Yeah. I don't want you to carry any of that. I want you to offload that to me. 
That's why I sent my son. That's why Jesus came, so that you could live light and free. So that you could be what I've called you to be. We can't be what we're called to be when we're holding on to what we're not meant to hold on to. Yeah, that's right. And some of us here today have been holding on to things for so long that now, even if we wanted to let them go, they've got a hold on us. And I want you to bring that to Christ today. I want you to bring that to the foot of the cross. No matter what it is. And I read a statement this morning that, that why have you found yourself in a place of shame when there is so much mercy available for you? Why are you, why are you staying in that place of, of shame or heaviness of, or guilt or fear? The Bible says as far as the east is from the west, I remember not. God doesn't remember what we're holding on to. The things that are stopping us, slowing us, weighing us down, God has forgotten. And he says, I, my call for your life is still to be that salt and light. My call for your life is still to be that overcomer, to be that life giver, to be that injector of faith and hope in the community that I've placed you. You are not here by accident. Not one of you is here by accident this morning. You are here because God designed it for this time in history, at this moment, for you to be here, to shine bright His love in the community. Amen? Amen. Ephesians 2.10 says this, We are God's masterpiece. He, was, he had created us anew in Christ so we can do good things he planned for us long ago. You are a masterpiece. And I know that as I say that this morning, some of you are going, no, I'm not. I can't, I can't hear that. I can't accept that. I'm not going to receive that. You don't know who I am. You don't know what I've done. You don't know where I've been. You don't know where I've walked. If the Bible says that it's true, you are God's masterpiece created for today to do good works. I love that. Yeah. Because that goes against my nature, my mind, how I think. He says, my ways aren't your ways, nor are my thoughts your thoughts. Let go of your thoughts this morning and take a hold of God's thoughts. Take a hold of his promises for your life. Take a hold of what he says you can do and be in life and society. Amen? Amen. Hebrews 12.1 says this, Therefore, since... We are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off everything that hinders, the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Therefore, since we're surrounded, there is such a great cloud of witnesses. As we were praying before, we were praying for the Spirit of God to come, for angels to come and fill this house, for ministering spirits to come. I hope you don't hear me this morning. I hope you hear the Holy Spirit. I hope God speaks to you clearly about your future. That he speaks to you clearly about what he wants to do in your life. That he speaks to you about how loved you are. How desired you are. How precious you are in his sight. I hope you hear that and maybe not even what I'm saying. The shuffle on the shelves and stuff like that. I don't want you to hear that stuff. I want you to hear the Holy Spirit. Life's good for the children. I don't want to spend life focusing on me and mine and, and holding on to things that, that bog me down. I want, I want to get free in Him. And it's a daily journey. Yeah. It's, it's not a one-off thing. And, and the reality is we're facing stuff. Yeah. The reality is we find ourselves in a time that's unlike any other time we've found ourselves in. Yeah. Yeah. But God is still good. Yeah. He's our ever-present help. He's our fortress and strength, our ever-present help in times of trouble. Yeah. So I was just thinking about how do we, you know... How do we journey through tough times and journey well? Because here's the thing. We're all going to journey through tough times. I just want to do it well. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be that reflection of Christ in the earth that he calls me to be. So, so I can do it well or I can do it poorly. But I, I'm, going to, I'm going to make that decision of, of doing it well. 
And the first thing is that realise others have been through things like this before, they've overcome and they've prevailed. Since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. This is Hebrews 12. Hebrews 11 is the great faith chapter. The chapter of all of those that walked by faith in God, that were challenged, that, that had their lives taken from them or had, had miracles happen. Half the chapter is about those that had their prayers answered. Half the chapter is about those that didn't but still stayed in faith. We're surrounded by a, a cloud of witnesses, a heavenly host that's looking over the balustrades of heaven saying, keep coming, keep believing, keep stepping out. Keep pressing forward. God's with you. He hasn't left you. He's your ever-present help in times of trouble. I just want to encourage us here today. You've been called into certain things that you think are beyond you, but they're not. Because with you and God, you overcome every single time. Live by faith, not by sight. Faith's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Second thing is, let go of things. Live in faith and then let go of things. Why are you holding on to what God's asked you to cast down? That's a ploy of the enemy to to lock you up, to steal, kill and destroy your life. And so often we do it. And we we do do it. And it affects our nature and it affects our actions and it affects our emotions and and, and our our physicality. It, It affects us because we're holding on to. We're meant to cast off and to cast down. And to the only thing you're you're created to carry in life is the glory of God. And that's where it says, be still and know that I am God. If you did nothing else today but still yourself, let go of everything from the past. You can't relive it. Only in your mind. But God wants you to dream towards the future. God wants you to believe for more. He wants you to step up. And I'm telling you, the greatest days of our lives are ahead of us. They're a gift. They're grace to us. And we can step into it. And I'm excited about it. Keep moving forward with purpose and determination. Every single day. Yeah. Just step up. And I, and I love what Andrew said. God, empower me to be that glue. If she couldn't even see. People are saying, you're the glue, you're the glue. She's going, no, 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 no. And she didn't feel it, but God was still carrying her through that. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't her effort. or It, it, was, it, was, it was God carrying her and gracing her. And, and Angie's probably one of the most gracious women I know. Just carries herself with this air. But she, she, she herself feels like a duck with his legs just thrashing around underwater while the top's just swan like. That's all of us, really. It's every single one of us thrashing around underneath. Classic Christian here. It's the same for all of us. We're all made of the same stuff. We all have the same fears, the same emotions, the same challenges, the same worries, the same concerns. But he says, give it to me and keep moving forward. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. I'm not stopping in the middle. I'm not stopping and, and dying in this place. One foot at a time. It doesn't matter if you get knocked back to take another step forward. Yeah. Just keep moving forward in life. If you keep moving forward, you will arrive at that place that God's calling to you. And the last thing is look to Jesus. Yeah. Not, not to worry, not to circumstance, not to intimidation, not to expectation. Look to Jesus and I've said it before but when we look to Jesus we start to look like Jesus and when I look to Jesus I love what Andy said I just drive every day I drive and as I'm driving I'm just praying I'm, I'm looking to Jesus I'm lifting my eyes to the hills to where my help comes from your help will always be found in the person of Jesus because if you could have changed it by now you would have 
And if it was going to shift in your world through your effort and your intent and your intellect and everything, it would have. And it hasn't. So the answer is Jesus. The answer is always Jesus. And you know this. This is a very, very simple message. But it's a message we need to hear. I was talking to Amanda before and she said, all we need to hear is that we're meant to love God and love others. That's it. And the reality is that's it. But you are loved. God wants to spend time with you. And I'm going to ask just in a minute to stand just, just for us to spend two minutes and might feel unfamiliar or foreign or uncomfortable. Let it be that. Because God's worth it. And you're worth it. You're worth being free. You're worth being whole. None of this is my message. But I kind of felt that was the way it was going to be. Matthew eleven twenty eight. I said it before. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. What did Jesus do through his life? He was moved by compassion. We should be compassionate. He cared for others. We should care for others. He was merciful. We should be merciful. In every area of our lives, I'm I'm, I'm listening this morning to this worship music blaring through my car, turned up way too loud because nobody else is in the car with me. And then I started getting cranky about the person in front of me driving so slow along David Low Way. And I, I'm, I'm worshipping. Fresh friends. Just your presence. And then I'm like, I'm going to kill you. I'm thinking, I can't even put the window down to direct them with sign language because they'll hear my worship music. And then I'm, no, I'm just joking. We need to be merciful. We need to be gracious. We need to be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to get angry. We need to reflect heaven's values in the earth. The way we do that is to look to Jesus. Because it doesn't matter the message that I speak. What does my life say? With every person that I'm... What does my life say? Do they see Jesus or do they see some cranky, religious... Pray the neck. I want there to be congruency between what I believe, what I declare, and what I do. And that happens when we align ourselves with the Word of God and look to Jesus. Can I encourage us, church? I, I, I truly believe revival is coming to this nation and the nations that I, I believe with all my heart. I sense that God is, is about to move by His Spirit powerfully. We're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles. That the prophetic Word is going to be declared and entered into. In the last days, says the Lord, I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will dream of your old men. I'm telling you that day is upon us. Get ready. Ready yourself for what God is about to do because he wants to do it. And like Pete was saying, there's the vertical and there's the horizontal. He wants to move powerfully through you. He wants to use your humanity, your brokenness. You know the cracks in your life, the brokenness in your life? That's what lets the light in. Let God in. So then God can flow out. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. 
If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.